What is up guys, it is Quinn here. And in this video, I'm gonna be going through my top 36 wide receivers for week 14 of the NFL season. So hopefully this video will help you guys set your lineups, potentially make you know the final push to get into the playoffs or just you know secure a better spot in that you know playoff bracket. But as always, if you have any questions, you can drop them down below. I'm also gonna be posting my running back rankings, so you can go check out that video also. And then just do me a favor, hit that like button. And if you're not already subscribed, subscribe to the channel. But let's just get right into it. And per usual, we have this you know clear-cut top four, Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, and Stephon Diggs. And then I think here at five and six, I'm guessing a lot of people would go Jamar Chase here at five. For me, I went with Amon Ra. You know, if you go Jamar Chase, I'm not, you know, going to be upset about it. I think both these guys are fantastic options. They're mid-tier wide receiver ones, and, you know, they're locks in your lineup regardless of where I have them ranked. At seven, I have A.J. Brown going up against the Giants, coming off of a massive game, a revenge game against the Titans. Then at eight, I have DeAndre Hopkins. I think it'll be interesting to see what this Cardinals offense looks like with Marquise Brown fully back. Ever since returning from that suspension, DeAndre Hopkins has just been an absolute monster. I think Marquise Brown may slightly limit his ceiling and overall volume, but I still think he's going to be a fantastic option moving forward. Then at nine, I have CD Lamb. It may seem low for Lamb, but this really just comes down to the matchup. I'm just not super confident the Cowboys are going to have a ton of passing volume in this game. I think we're going to see massive games from Tony Pollard. I think we're going to see a massive game from Zeke. And so it's totally possible that Lamb also gets his, but I wouldn't be expecting, you know, Dak to go out, throw for 300 yards. So I think it could be a quieter day out of CeeDee Lamb. Then at 10, I have Jalen Waddle. I like the matchup here against the Chargers, continuing to, you know, trust Waddle. Obviously coming off of a down game, but he was like in and out of the lineup with injury. I'm not panicking on Waddle here. At 11, I have T. Higgins. Really like T. Higgins as a back-end wide receiver one rest of season. Then at 12, I have Christian Kirk. The Tennessee Titans have been uh, pretty brutal in terms of stopping opposing wide receivers. So a great matchup here for Christian Kirk. I think he can have a big day um, You know, coming off of a big game that he had also in week 13. Then at uh, 13, I have DK Metcalf going up against the Panthers. Metcalf has been on a tear as of late. A neutral matchup here, but just someone with Geno Smith playing at a very high level. I think you can count on him as a fringe wide receiver one. At 14, I have Keenan Allen going up against the Dolphins. He's put together a few solid games since returning from that injury. I'm not totally convinced he's back to that like 100% Keenan Allen we were expecting at the beginning of the season but he's going to command a ton of volume, especially if Mike Williams continues to miss time. And I think, you know, at worst, he's a high-end wide receiver to play this week. 15, I have Chris Godwin. Continues to look like the top option here for Tampa. This definitely isn't an easy matchup for Chris Godwin going up against the 49ers, but I still think he's going to find a way to command a ton of volume and give you a decent fantasy performance. At 16, I have Marquise Brown. Even though we had the absolute breakout of DeAndre Hopkins, we can't forget what type of player Marquise Brown was before he went down with that injury. He truly was on a tear before he suffered that injury. So I think he's going to come back in and I think he's going to be a very solid fantasy option. He came back, played a solid game in week 12. Then he had the week 13 bye. He should be good to go. He should be 100% or very, very close to it. So I really like him as a high-end wide receiver two option this week. At 17, I have Garrett Wilson, 
who without Zach Wilson in the lineup has just been an absolute stud. He goes up against the Bills. I think we just got to continue to ride the hot hand here with Garrett Wilson. We know he's talented. Mike White has raised the ceiling of this passing attack, and Garrett Wilson is their clear-cut wide receiver one. At 18, I have Tyler Lockett. This is pretty much where he's slotted in all season long. I think he's going to continue to be a solid mid-tier wide receiver to play. At 19, I have Amari Cooper. This may be a little low for Cooper. Obviously, the uh, Deshaun Watson performance last week was less than ideal. I really thought Cooper was someone who was going to have this massive ceiling once Watson did return. And I'm not saying, you know, we're done with that. Like, it's definitely possible that Watson gets it together. But I kind of want to see a decent game out of Watson before I get, you know, crazy excited about Amari Cooper. At 20, I have Mike Evans. Now, Mike Evans has been on a little bit of a uh, rough stretch here. Like I talked about with Chris Godwin, it definitely seems like Godwin is the number one for them moving forward. But it kind of seems like Evans is always going to be due for one of those, you know, six receptions, 120 yards, two touchdowns. It's always possible he runs into that one, you know, here against the 49ers. Obviously, I'm not banking on that, but Mike Evans always has that in his arsenal. So I don't think this is a spot where Mike Evans all of a sudden forgot how to play football. I think he's going to have to improve rest of season. So he's definitely not the uh, fringe wide receiver one that he was a few weeks ago, but I still think you can play him as a solid wide receiver two. At 21, I have Devonta Smith, who has been a very, very strong option ever since Dallas Goddard went down. I think we continue to fire him up as a very strong play. 22, I have Debo Samuel. I think the quarterback change is not ideal for Debo. Not a great matchup here against the Buccaneers. So for me, he's going to be a back-end wide receiver too. 23, I have Josh Palmer. This is going to be assuming that Mike Williams does not play in this game. With Williams out and Palmer as the wide receiver too, he's just been getting funneled targets. So I love him as a wide receiver two option. And then to finish up the wide receiver twos, I have DJ Moore here going up against the Seahawks. We saw him in his one game with Sam Darnold put together a great performance. I don't want to overreact to that one game, but I do think he's you know a fringe top 24 guy this week. Now going into the wide receiver threes, starting it off here with Brandon Ayuk. A lot of the same points I made with Debo applies here to Brandon Ayuk. Not a great matchup. Brock Purdy at quarterback is likely not going to be great for fantasy, but we know Brandon Ayuk is you know plenty talented. And Kyle Shanahan always finds ways to get these guys the ball in open space, allowing them to make big plays. I feel like after Ayuk, there's a pretty significant drop-off at the wide receiver position. At 26, I went with Juju. I still have some concerns with Juju because he really hasn't had a bounce-back game since coming back from that concussion. He goes up against the Broncos, so I don't really like love him as a play this week. But I think, you know, with six teams on by some uncertain options behind him. I guess he's a high-end wide receiver three. At 27, I have Jacoby Myers. He's definitely been, uh, you know, scuffling as of late, but I still think he's going to be a solid option rest of season. 28, I have the Giants wide receiver one, Darius Slayton, who continues to put up solid production. Not an ideal matchup here against the Eagles, but I think this is a, a fair spot for Slayton to be slotted in here. 29, I have Gabe Davis. He's been disappointing. He goes up against the Jets. I say the same thing every week. You know, he can go off for 30 points. He can also go out there and get you three or four points. It's just kind of the Gabe Davis experience, and you just have to evaluate, you know, whether or not you want to deal with that in your lineup. 30 and 31, I have back-to-back Broncos wide receivers, Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. These could shake up depending on the injury news we get with these guys. 
um, rest of the week because obviously if one is out it definitely is a big upgrade to the other one because when you have two solid you know uh, capable wide receivers in an offense that is very poor they're kind of just going to cut into each other's workload they're able to see more volume if one or the other is out then at 32 i have donovan peoples jones you know kind of a similar story here to amari cooper i'd like donovan peoples jones a lot more if uh, deshaun watson played at a high level we'll see if he can uh, you know take a step up and play this week 33 i have adam thielen i like the matchup here against the lions Back end wide receiver three play for Thielen. At 34, I have Zay Jones. Great matchup here against the Titans. I know he flopped uh, last week when he kind of got this opportunity to be a fringe play. I think he can have a bounce back game this week. I have Michael Gallup at 35 going up against the Texans. And then wrapping it up with Nico Collins here at 36 in that same matchup going up against the Cowboys. So that is going to wrap it up for my week 14 wide receiver rankings. If you enjoyed, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. I hope you guys uh, go out and win your matchups this week. Like I said at the top, you want to check out the running backs. That video is already out on my channel. So thank you guys for stopping by and I will see you in the next one.